Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello and welcome. It's our number four, hour four of our radio program recorded off terrestrial radio and repackaged here in the podcast format. With limited commercial interruption, we thank you for supporting the show. So, former 49er offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel has landed the gig, a head coaching gig in Miami, Miami, Miami. So how impressed are we with the Dolphins hiring the Yale-educated former offensive coordinator of the Niners? We take a look at that and more right now in our number four. Here it is. A fishy move. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we grease the palm coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and ferociously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the train, the train of thought, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the Northwoods. As we are back at it again here, hope all is well with you. We are slaving over these hot microphones of FSR and the coaching carousel. Another trip around the coaching carousel here. It's like the end of the rainbow. Another box filled In the coaching game, Miami, Miami, Miami has picked its next head coach to fire in two or three years. You didn't see it. The news came down on Sunday after the Pro Bowl. It was announced Sunday afternoon that the Dolphins had decided to go to the Ivy League. They agreed to terms with a former 49er assistant coach, offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel. Who? Mike McDaniel. He's the next head coach to be fired by the Miami Dolphins. He will be the 14th head coach in that franchise's history. Where have you gone, Don Shula? Replacing Brian Flores, who's left the Dolphins in a blaze of glory, suing the NFL and all 32 members of the cartel for being a bunch of racists. So he's out of there. It's going to take, of course, a Herculean effort. In South Florida, the AFC East still has Bill Belichick lurking like a snake in the grass, hanging around Foxborough, and you have the storm of Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills in the same division. Also, former 49er assistant Robert Sala, who was on that same staff with McDougal for several years in the Bay Area, and they are going to be coaching against each other twice a year Salah with the Jets. So let us discuss. Now, how impressed are you with the Dolphins hiring Mike McDougal as the uh, Mike McDaniel McDougal, Mike McDaniel 
as the coach. So how impressed are you with the Dolphins hiring Mike McDaniel uh, as the uh, head coach? So the Maller scale of impressed, a 1 to 10, with 1 being null and void, and 10 being, oh my God, we've got the next Sean McVay. Though this is a 6.5 on the Maller scale of impressed for Mike McDaniel. I've got Dr. Double-Edged Sword and Mousetrap. And we will connect all of that together, and we try to stay on the same page. Now, first of all, so this this Cat McDaniel is someone who we didn't really know about up until about a month ago, and we are pulling for him. Uh, as I said, we, we kind of learned about him uh, around six weeks ago or so, maybe even a little longer before that. And we're pretty easy on the show. We're pretty simple-minded people here on the radio show when it comes to these coaching moves. We just want a good soundbite. That's all we want. You know, we got no skin in the game on this other than a good soundbite. And McDaniel charmed us with some unconventional responses when talking to the 49er media. And that caught our attention. That raised our eyebrows a little bit when he's talking to the Bay Area media. Now, to be fair, I don't know whether he can coach his way out of a wet paper bag. It doesn't really matter to us. Right? That'll be determined during the course of the games he coaches here. So from that sense, you would say that this is a risky hire for the Dolphins. But it is standard operating procedure in South Florida. McDaniel has become now the 10th consecutive Dolphin coach that had zero experience as a head coach in the NFL, following legends like Jim Bates, Nick Saban, Cam Cameron, Tony Sperano, Todd Bowles, Joe Philbin. These are great names. Dan Campbell, Adam Gase, Crazy Eyes, and Brian Flores. So all those guys had no head coaching experience when they got the job, in the NFL anyway, in Miami. And McDougal has just one season as a coordinator under his belt. He was not even the play caller on game day. So he was the coordinator, but he didn't have coordinator powers. Kyle Shanahan was the one that called the shots. Now, regardless of all that, the lack of play calling experience that he does not possess here, he's lacking in that area, that is not our concern. McDaniel has shown the skill set to provide those of us that do the art of gas baggery with quality content. And that is just what the doctor ordered, right? We have seen the prescription. He's a bit whimsical. He's on the nerdy side. He went to an Ivy League school. He's quirky, a little offbeat. Uh, Unorthodox would be the way I would describe that. And you add all of those ingredients. And what do you get? You get audio gold. Not fool's gold, audio gold. That simpatico style will help provide tremendous content. And we don't need a lot. All I need is two or three times a year this cat to say something interesting. That's all I need, Mike McDaniel. I don't need it every week. I just need it two or three times a year to fill the void. That's all I'm asking for. Now, secondly, we crossed paths before the NFC Championship game. Uh, and we, we a couple weeks back there, and uh, like ships passing in the night. And I pointed out when I came back here to the radio station, I pointed out that McDaniel is as skinny as a beanpole. 
And I compared him to Adam Silver. I feel like I wanted to feed him a cheeseburger, a pasta, or something like that to fatten him up. Uh, but we're happy. We're happy for Mike McDaniel. It is a double-edged sword, though. It's not a great job. The Dolphins' job is not a great job. It's a guy who's paid his dues and is someone that worked uh, my way up the radio world. I always have a tip of the, the headphones to someone else who spent time slaving away and, and going from one level to the next. And despite only one season as a coordinator and not calling the plays, he's 38, spent 17 seasons working for six different franchises around the NFL. He's been living the vagabond lifestyle, living out of a suitcase, kind of like a military brat, bouncing around from city to city, following mostly Kyle Shanahan, riding the coattails of Kyle Shanahan the past 11 seasons from, you go back to the Texans, to the then Redskins, uh, the Falcons, and 49ers. And so now... The good part of the double-edged sword is he's going to get real NFL coaching money, head coaching money. And he gets to live in one of the great places to live in America, South Beach. It's all positive. It's one of 32 gigs. It's moving zip codes to Easy Street. Now, the negative part of the double-edged sword, the Dolphin franchise right now is swimming through some turbulent, choppy waters. The owner, Stephen Ross, might not be the owner by the time... McDaniel's done coaching the Dolphins, and it might only be a couple of years here. What what goes on behind the scenes? Stephen Ross on the hot seat, accused by the former coach, Brian Flores, of being very generous with his bonuses, offering 100000 to lose games intentionally. Then you have the ugly side of identity politics mixing with sports, transfusing with sports, and McDaniel learning all about that. The race baiters in the media, you know who they are. They're the same people every year. Uh, They're not happy with McDaniel being hired. He's biracial, and that's not good enough uh, for the people that are very angry about this and they want uh, certain quotas met. Uh, McDaniel, we told you this story came up a couple weeks ago that his father is black, his mother is white, and because of his appearance, the racial guardians of the NFL over, especially at Deadspin, the wokesters over there, recently assumed that he was white, and they wrote a big story shaming shaming the popularity of McDaniel because he didn't look like they wanted him to look. And so they then had to put their tail between their legs. Uh, I don't know who even reads Deadspin, and they had to do the mea culpa because of that. And they're not alone. I would imagine that we will see others who are uh, unaware who will pound the same drum and go on and on and on and on. Uh, because that's their issue, right? That's what they're they're going for. And this guy McDaniel uh, is not uh, not good enough for their agenda. All right. Now, final thought in terms of X's and O's, Mike McDaniel is going to attempt to build a better mousetrap. That's what he's essentially doing. Or at least a better quarterback. Miami was in the bottom ten in scoring last season, twenty second. Not good enough. It's an offensive league, and they were offensive. So this hire is pretty simple. It can be summed up in one sentence. It is a salvage and recovery mission. Who are you trying to salvage and recover? Tua Tungavailoa. Can Tua be saved by crunching numbers? Hmm, things that make you go home. Now, I'm a little concerned about how invested in analytics McDaniel is. Uh, I, I believe in everything in moderation. 
And that, yes, there are tendencies that can help, but the human element is a big part of it. But make no mistake, Mike McDaniel was hired to resurrect what is left of Tua. He was supposed to be Joe Burrow. He's not. He was supposed to be Justin Herbert. He's not. So you have to make him a top-line quarterback. Is it possible? Because at this point, Tua has been a dink and dunk guy. He's a replacement-level player. Nothing to get all excited about. And McDaniel is going to go into his bag of analytics and try to find the magic potion with those numbers and the trends and the all of that to figure it out. Capiche? Now, McDaniel went to Yale. Congratulations. Uh, he's been dubbed. I, I love these stories praising the coaching hire. He's been dubbed as Mr. Miyagi from the Karate Kid, and he's able to dumb down complex things for the simpleton to understand which is a, another way of saying a bunch of dumb football players can understand the complexities of an offense from the Ivy League-educated coach and all that stuff. So anyway, listen, Miami, we know they are thirsty for success. There is an entire generation that has grown up with the Dolphins being a joke. The Dolphins haven't won a playoff game since the year 2000. That's a long time ago. We're in 2022. A generation is anywhere from 20 to to 30 years, but usually it's about 20 to 25 years. So almost an entire generation has grown up following football, and the Dolphins have been losers, first and foremost. Second longest drought, active drought in the NFL behind the Detroit Lions. They don't get as much attention as the Lions, but the Dolphins are right behind the Lions for ineptitude in the playoffs. So again, just to recap, we're wishing this guy well. Uh, McDaniel, and we think he's a good soundbite, and uh, hopefully he'll have success. But the the deck is stacked against him with ownership. That's why these jobs are available. If there are great jobs, they wouldn't be available. There's always an issue. There's always a, a turd in the punch bowl or a fly in the ointment, whatever you prefer. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. As we press on, we'll take your phone calls here at 877 877- 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part of the festivities here, a need for speed, a need for speed. We will get to that. We'll take your calls also on Twitter at Ben Maller. We'll do it all, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It takes the entire village to raise up the Maller Militia. We need support from comrades like you to get the most out of the Ben Maller Show. Have your voice be heard by the night-loving masses. All you got to do is follow Big Ben on Twitter at Ben Maller or our executive producer, Coop DeLoop, at UH Bronco fan who is currently wearing a Paxton Lynch jersey. Say what's on your mind, and with that, let's get it back to Big Ben. Listener Tim sends in the back page of the New York Post. The Brooklyn Nets have lost eight in a row. It says, big headline, Brooklyn. It's a picture of Kyrie Irving. It says, Nets lose eight in a row, fall, eighth in a row, fall into play-in position. The sub-headline as the Nets are seventh in the East. But we're not here to talk about the NBA right now. No, no, no. We begin the latest coaching hire. 
in the NFL. The Miami Dolphins have a football team, and the Miami Dolphins have a head coach. Mike McDaniel is the new head coach. So a little out there, a little bit, a little bit, but uh, he will be the head coach of the Dolphins. We'll see how that goes there. Good luck to him. We're all about the wonderful sound bite. The wonderful sound bite. We'll take your calls right now at 877-99 on Fox is the number. 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part to the phones we go, let's say hello to Hollering James in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hello, Hollering James. I'm told he hung up. All right, we do not have Hollering James. Let's see who we do have. Uh, let's go. We have uh, Half Pint is going to call in here. Uh, if you missed the news earlier, uh, we began the show with a tribute to beer drinking Brian. We, we lost beer drinking Brian over the weekend. And so let's say hello and good morning to our friend Half Pint. Hello, Half Pint in Missouri. Hello, family and friends. I want to let you all know that the uh, Miss Half Pint, which is Brian Conklin's beer drinking Brian's fiance. I love that man to death, and I'll tell you what, he loves you all, too. And we miss him so much, but we're going to realize and remember everything about him, the best things, the bad, the sick, the sin, whatever it took. And we're going to remember the good times we had with him. And then Jay Stoop. And Malisha, I want to tell you all, thank you so much. Because my man loved talking on the radio. I always talked about him having that radio station down in Texas. He said, I was going to get back in the business of it. And he said, you need to go on there and talk. talk. No, I'm not doing it. I was shy. Well, one day outside, I picked it up like that. I found something. Yeah. I, well, heard listen, beer, I heard Ben on the phone. I said, hello. He passed out on the couch. Hey, Ben, he's passed out. Uh, who we got here? I don't know. I don't know. That's right. The, the, the I didn't even have a name of, for of myself. Was, was born I didn't even have half pint at the time. Nobody had a name for me. And I told Beer Drinking Brian the next day, and he said, oh, you're not getting on the radio. He's like, you froze. You didn't say nothing. You just froze. <laughs> I said, yeah, I was shy. I got shy. And, uh, to be on the radio talking to a million, a million fans. And uh, he says, you know what? We're going to do it again. He sent me up to the gas station, buy him a 12, a 15 pack, told me to pick out whatever I want to drink. And he said, get ready. We're going to call Ben. He said, we got to find a name for you. We're going to get on there together. Yeah. I said, okay. We can do this. And he said, he said, he said, give me a half time. I said, there's my nickname, half time. Yeah. Well, listen, half point, Brian I, half I, point. I, and half he said, you know what? That's going to work. So when we called him that night, yeah. as we said, I want to introduce you to my fiance, half point. Yes. I remember half point. Listen, I, I, we're all bummed out, and I know you obviously more than anybody. I mean, you were, you were with him for a long time, and uh, we're, we're hope that you'll still call the show and be part of the show. All the ladies and, out there. Yes. Everybody that's married to a man that loves them very much. I want you to roll over and tell your man you love him with all his heart. Right. Because you never know when the next time you're going to wake up and he's gone. Laying beside you. Absolutely. That's good advice. 
right, we'll, we'll leave it there, Half Pint. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, thank you. And we're all uh, sending our condolences there for beer drinking Brian, who called the show for a number of years, and uh, he passed away yesterday on Sunday. Uh, so our thoughts uh, with Half Pint, and they were supposed to get married a couple years ago, and then the whole COVID thing. Knock that all, uh, all the bits, uh, and uh, a bunch of other stuff as well. All right, uh, it is the Ben Maller show, and we'll keep it going on the phones. And uh, let's say hello to Jennifer, who is in Battle Creek, Michigan. What's going on, Jennifer? Good morning, Ben, and uh, the rest of the crew. Rest in peace, pear drinking, Brian. And, um, as far as how fast those short tracks are, they're a lot fa- faster than, or they're slower than the. Um, Wait a minute! Are you are you doing track. hot NASCAR? Are you breaking down NASCAR here? Is All that what right. you're doing? You're trying to you get into conversation with the uh, numbnuts over there? Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but um, they almost went 67 mi- miles an hour. Some yeah. of those tracks are like 90. This but is your course, fault, Brian, the, uh, by the way. This is your fault. This phone call NASCAR is your fault. Talk. This is your fault. But you I mean, are responsible. I, mean, I haven't watched NASCAR since Dale Earnhardt. Uh, I watched a little of it yesterday, but I don't watch it much because without Dale Earnhardt Jr., I don't care. Who? I thought you were going to say <laughs> Dale, Dale Earnhardt, Earnhardt Jr., Sr., and that would be really something because yeah, that was, never uh, heard of. That that was just, 20 that's something years ago. Sr.'s son, I'm talking about. No, I know. I know. Never heard of him. I understand. I don't like that drop when I'm talking about someone like that because every uh, most people know who Dale Jr. and Dale Sr. are. So yeah, it's very I know rude you of do you, that Roberto, drop. to play that drop. How dare you? Who? I mean, she's trying to give you some hard, uh, hard uh, information on NASCAR, and you're just you're just poo-pooing it. How dare you? What? Okay, well this is now going well. Week- Th- anything else, Jennifer? Well, n- next week, of course, I'll call right after the Super Bowl on Monday, and I will. T- um, it, I'll either be happy or I won't be. Well, that's how most people will be when it comes to the Super Bowl. Those are two of the emo- There's not many other emotions. Either you are happy or you're not happy, but thank you. Is there a full moon or something? What's going on here? What do we got? What are we dealing with? Is there some kind of cosmic event that I don't know about? Is there some kind of blood situation out there in the heavens that I need to know about that I was not informed of? It's one of those nights, man. One of those nights. That's one of those mornings. Jeez, Louise. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All right, we'll, uh, we'll regroup. And the good thing about this is we're starting fresh. It's a blank canvas. It's, it's an absolute blank canvas. So I would like to give a, a little bit of Media 101 to an NBA star named Russell Westbrook. So I don't know if you saw this or not. Russell Westbrook is not only a basketball player, he's having a terrible season for the Lakers. It's been a hot mess in L.A. 
and he blew a gasket over the weekend. He referenced what he is bothered by in his dealings with the rock hard LA media. Boy, they're really difficult, those LA media people. You know, think of a tough media town. You think Boston, New York, Philadelphia, Los Angeles. Unless you don't. But anyway, Westbrook's having a tough time in L.A. with the media. He said, quote, when I play bad, you guys, meaning the media, ask me a blank ton of questions. That starts with an S, ends with a T. A blank ton of questions. And then when I shoot the ball well, I don't hear too many of those questions. Close quote. All right, so welcome to my classroom, Russell, with muscle, Russell Westbrook. So this is Media 101. Let me explain how this works. When you actually do your job, no one cares. When you don't do your job, people care. It's kind of like when you, when you fly, right? The plane that takes off and lands, not a story. The plane that takes off and doesn't land, now we've got a story. Do you understand how this works, Russell? When things go the way they're supposed to go, that is not something that gets attention. You're getting paid $40 million a year to put up a good stat line and to make a lot of shots. When you get paid $40 million a year and you play like an absolute stiff, that is something that is interesting. And don't blame see, blame the media. No, no, no. Blame the way human beings are wired. The way human beings are wired is negativity is what sells. Negativity. It's like sports radio. There have been a few bozos that have tried to do positive sports radio. Every one of them has been fired. No one has listened. They've never gotten an audience. People don't tune in for the positivity. They want to hear the negative part. And that's why the Lakers and the Nets, despite sucking, are compelling stories because they were the two favorites for, the, for Vegas, for the casinos, the sportsbook operators, when they made the lines before the season. They were going on and on and on about how those were the teams in the NBA, and neither one of them has performed the way they were expected to perform. Bad team, man. Bad blankety-blank team. All right, we'll get to that need for speed, which could be advice to Brian Finley. Uh, we'll get to that. Also, more of these amazing phone calls. I know many of you are concerned about Marcel. I don't know if Marcel's on hold or not. We'll find out. We'll get to all that, and we will do it next. Rock hard. What's wrong with that? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. After midnight, we let it all hang out on the Ben Maller Show. Join the best-kept secret on Fox Sports Radio. Bird Dog Ben is on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Like the Ben Maller Show on Facebook, at Ben Maller Show. And Instagram, at Ben Maller on Fox. Put your fingertips on our signature weekly features like Ask Ben and Lame Jokes. And usually there's a lot of lame jokes from Chris in Houston. With that, let's get back to the show and Big Ben. So I've been told by Coop to not engage with Brian Finley, to not talk to him. So I will pretend he's dead. I will wow. treat him Thanks, as Coop. he is dead. Gosh, the backstabbing on as the Coop show. As Coop said, Ben, he said, just treat Brian like his career, which is dead. And I said, okay. That's very harsh, but if that's, you're the producer, and if oh, that's what you want. Man, the fists are out. Got to get uh, the boxing gloves out. What are you doing? And, uh, Roberto, I remember Roberto, who likes UCLA, said Brian's in trouble because he went more than six minutes without mentioning UCLA. So he said there's a problem there. He's going to get called into the principal's office. <laughs> well, they didn't so. play, so I wouldn't report on something that hasn't happened. Well, let's go to the phones. We have Brian Finley who's calling in. Hello, Brian. Hello, um, Big Daddy Ben, if that's what I can call you. 
<laughs> I went on Google, and I found out that NASCARs go very fast. Also, I would like to point out uh, to the listeners, try to do a show across from Ben Maller. I adore him. It is pretty difficult to get through some sporting news when those beautiful eyes are looking right back at you. I'm Brian Finley, and that's the news. All right, well, thank wow. you, Brian. Wow. <laughs> Can we get that? See, Brian, Brian, short to the point there, Brian. That's you know, the, I didn't hear another voice, a competing voice. That's why it went so fast. That was a professional. That was a solid seat. Why can't you be like that guy? Just think, that's some guy driving around, and he's better than you. How does that make you feel? I don't, I'm not asking you. I can't engage you. But an amazing uh, phone call there. Uh, great job by the new, my new favorite Brian Finley, a <laughs> random person calling up doing a Brian Finley impersonation. So the need for speed, one of the often discussed, often discussed uh, conversations over the last year or so has been a hypothetical race between Tyreek Hill of Kansas City's Chiefs and Usain Bolt. So over the weekend, uh, I saw the, the clip after this had happened. So they, they had a bunch of skills competitions, you know, these all-star events. That's what they do uh, at these all-star things. And so Tyree Kill over the weekend in Vegas, he was part of a kind of part of a race. I mean, you got to watch the clip on this. So Micah Parsons of the Cowboys, Nick Chubba-Lub-Lub of the Browns, and Trevon Diggs, they're all doing the 40-yard dash at the Pro Bowl. And Tyreek Hill is part of this. Now, he's kind of taking it uh, halfway. He's not fully in. Uh, But he did run, and he lost. He downplayed the loss. He claimed, uh, you know, he still thinks he's the fastest man on the planet and all that stuff. He calls himself Cheetah. But he finished dead last in this, uh, this particular race. So if, uh, you know, I know he wasn't necessarily trying, giving it the old, uh, the full effort, but still... But still, it would appear you can forget about Usain Bolt even wasting his time uh, wrestling uh, or erasing him. Let's go to uh, Shane in Des Moines. Hello, Shane. Me back. Thanks Hello. for letting me back on. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Thanks for the call, Shane. I appreciate that. Let's go do the Penguin. Who's next? Hello, Penguin. Shane, you got to talk. I can't. I can't lead you into it. You got. I mean, that's a bad call. You've got to be a better call. Let's go to the penguin. Hello, penguin. This is the penguin here. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that. Let's go to Marcel in Brooklyn. Hello, Marcel. What the hell's going on? He wanted. He wanted to see Batman was listening. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, hello. Uh, hello, Marcel in Brooklyn. Hey. Good morning, Brian. Um, Ben, Brian. Roberto and Coopty Loop. I very miss you guys on Friday because the enemy within Blair tried to de- destroy my phone calls. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. I believe it. I, I, I'm, right that, there, I'm right there. That fraud is going to be going down the train. So, that was it. Please, if listeners know if Blair is the worst enemy, plunge the drains into your toilets now. Let's go. All right, a new dawn, a new day, a new month. We got Super Bowl 56 is next Sunday. So, Mala Militia, let's get into it. And you better believe it, Justin in Cincinnati, who loves Bangor so much, and he joins us now from the Buckeye State of Ohio. Justin, good morning to you. 
What is your food pick from last night? Well, I will say this. Beer drinking Brian passing away definitely takes you out of the caller of the year, so that's a positive. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. What, uh, what, what, what did it begin with? Oh, you better believe it. Anything that you want for Brian. What did your food beef, begin Daddy? with? I don't know. Anything <laughs> you want. <laughs> Pizza. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you, sir. We're going to be a mixed match for it, but try it sometime. But you better try to get it a guest. Now let's go straight to the boys, except for Eddie. Um, he's filling in, but Brian knows it. Um, ben, we're going to start with you, chicken patties. All right. I, 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 I'm going to go uh, chicken patties. Uh, Brian, I, I, Coop, I, I yes, did not ask for that. It's going to be a good Did I ask in any way? Mixed match for this. All right. I, I got it right. Chicken patties. Go ahead there, Brian. Yeah, can I do kale and arugula? Ooh, I don't think that's not the mixed match in it. Sorry, sir. Hey, Marcel, have you ever had arugula? No, 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 no. I never. You've tri- never. I never tried you, it before. No, you know no, no. What no, kind no. of animal that is, right? Yeah, just like panda. But it's good a regalula, but I don't <laughs> even know what kind of it. Anyway. <laughs> well said. Well said. Roberto. I say you had chicken patties. Yes, indeed. Put the mix match in the green Pollo, 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 And coop de loop let's go. I got the player of the morning, but we don't have much time. Marcel, why do you give the answer? Coop? Well, that's, well, coop, that's he, because he, he I made it didn't give the answer, Marcel. No, no, no. Don't listen I just want to know. Why are you giving us the answer? Why do you want us you're to guess if you're giving us the answer? I've got to get the player of the night, please. We don't need to get the player of the night. Why are you giving us the answer to the food picks? Well, don't. that's because I meant it what you said. No, no. I, we want to guess. Don't tell us the Why answer. Why are you fighting Next with time, this guy? Just don't Leave tell the us. man alone. Okay, my guess is Piri Piri Turkey no! Stuffed Pepper with Creamy Cucumber that's Sauce. Not, that's not a mixed match of it. What's the player Rock of the night? Quickly. Hard. Let's go put the light the torch in the Coliseum. Joy Logano. It's the oh, player of the morning. He knows Fight how to say that. That's no fun. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts